Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Raiders owner Mark Davis is set to break his silence today about the state of his organization as he meets the media to introduce a new leadership team, including a new team president. The Raiders have been dealing with plenty of controversy about its workplace ethics and workplace culture as several top executives have left the organization over a 10-month period. And today, Thursday, we will supposedly hear how Mark Davis plans to turn things around. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Thursday, July 7th. Good morning, I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody is doing well. If you hear the interviews out of Allen & Company's Sun Valley Retreat this week, which draws the leaders in media, finance, entertainment, and sports, you will hear a consistent drumbeat on the value of live programming, including live sports and how that will be a foundation of the changing dynamic of consumer consumption from linear television to more streaming services. And this is very good news for sports because the leaders of industry understand that live sports will be incredibly significant to the success of all these media companies, be it linear or streaming services. As Casey Wasserman said on CNBC yesterday and featured in Closing Bell, sports as a value driver is, quote, predictable and unique in a world where almost nothing else is, end quote. That is exactly what commissioners and team owners and people in sports want to hear, and it bodes very well for the increasing demand for sports rights. So continue to watch some of the coverage coming out of Allen & Company's Sun Valley Retreat. Yesterday, we mentioned how the Pac-12 has decided to seek out a new media rights agreement, and they have named an industry veteran to help them in that effort. Pac-12 Commissioner George Kliakoff has hired Doug Perlman and his sports media advisors to guide the conference on its media rights valuations and negotiations. That's according to SBJ's Michael Smith. Remember, the Pac-12 is accelerating its timetable on its next media rights deal after USC and UCLA defected to the Big Ten. The Pac-12's current deals with ESPN and Fox run through 2024, but the Pac-12 is moving with a sense of urgency to find out what its next media deal might bring in an effort to hold the conference together. So Doug Perlman and George Kliakoff are longtime friends whose relationship started when they attended law school together at the University of Virginia. Doug Perlman is an SBJ 40 Under 40 Hall of Famer, and he founded Sports Media Advisors in 2009. His clients have included the NFL, NASCAR, and Little League Baseball, among many others. Now he's working with the Pac-12 as that conference looks to shape its media future. You know, earlier this week, I was jotting down my top 10 stories of 2022 so far, and one story not quite making my list 
was the launch of the USFL. It was largely a successful launch, but it didn't seem to really resonate tremendously outside of the core base. But SBJ's Austin Carp looked at the ratings for the Spring Football League's championship game last Sunday on Fox, and the numbers proved that the USFL can draw even though the game was in prime time, but it was on a holiday weekend. It was Sunday at 7.30 Eastern time. Overall, the game drew 1.5 million viewers on Fox. So let's do some comparisons. That USFL title game drew more viewers than the MLS Cup final that was on ABC last fall in the afternoon. The USFL title game, remember, was in prime time and it had a bigger audience than a Premier League game on NBC or any U.S. network. It had a bigger audience than ESPN drew for the Formula One race in Monaco, the Monaco Grand Prix, and we've talked about the growing audience around Formula One. The USFL title game also outdrew the NHL Winter Classic on TNT. So what does this all mean? I wouldn't make too much of the numbers, but the bottom line is that spring football can draw some healthy viewership numbers that put it on par with other sports during this time period of the year. And therefore, Fox, which owns the USFL, sees it as a valuable and viable product to try and build. You know, here's an interesting story that SBJ's Terry Lefton broke last night, and that's Oakview Group is taking sponsorships to Top Golf across the country, meaning that Oakview Group will look to sell national sponsorship deals to Top Golf 70 locations in the United States. And of course, we all know that Top Golf is a part of a driving range, it's a bar, it's a restaurant, it's a party environment. It's really one of the biggest success stories I've seen in these entertainment destinations of the last 10 years. So Top Golf currently has 70 locations. They add around 10 locations a year and they currently draw almost 30 million people a year at their facilities. That's an extraordinary strong number. And the demographic is very appealing to potential advertisers and sponsors. Attendees at Top Golf are 61% male, 43% in that 18 to 34 year old demographic, and 67% with household incomes exceeding $70,000. So, like I said, very, very appealing demographic. And Oakview Group sees opportunities to sell national sponsorships in food and beverage, automotive, financial services and technology, and they believe they can find seven or eight partners that will spend between three to five million dollars to have a national deal at Topgolf for signage, for product integration, and for ads on the in-house television network. So this will be an interesting test case if brands can see the appeal and the value of Topgolf's scale and its audience. Let's move on to some other news. The Athletic is reporting that Colin Kaepernick is investing in Ice Cube's Big Three Basketball League and that reportedly Big Three was on the verge of possibly shutting its doors. But Kaepernick's investment will continue to operate the league. We all know that the Big Three is a three-on-three basketball league. It began in 2017, and The Athletic is reporting that Kaepernick's investment will help the three-on-three league continue to operate and continue to expand. 
In NFL news, the Kansas City Chiefs have hired Sport 5 to help sell sponsorship and media in Germany. That's where the Chiefs are one of four NFL teams with commercial rights. So Sport 5 is a German-based agency. They are also, of course, in the United States, but they have offices in Hamburg and Frankfurt and Munich, and they will work with the Chiefs on strategy and sales. So this is Sport 5's second engagement with an NFL team. They will also sell for the Jets, who have the UK as its home market. So we've noted that a bit in the Buzzcast. NFL teams are looking at outside agencies to help them sell sponsorship and media in those international markets where those NFL teams have acquired rights. And let's end the Buzzcast around some names in the news. Live Nation CEO Michael Rapino, well, he will continue to be one of the most influential executives in music and sports as he has signed a new five-year contract with Live Nation, which of course uh, operates and promotes and manages live events and ticket sales for those events. Live Nation, of course, also owns Ticketmaster. Rapino will lead Live Nation through the end of 2027 and again will remain one of the most influential executives in sports. And finally, we're seeing more and more diversity hiring, especially lately in the NHL. Yesterday, we mentioned that Mike Greer became the first black man to be named general manager of an NHL team at the San Jose Sharks. And you're seeing more and more women taking on larger roles across NHL front offices. The New Jersey Devils promoted Kate Madigan to assistant general manager, making her the first female assistant general manager in that team's history. And she becomes the fifth female to be an assistant general manager in the NHL. Now, her promotion came just after the Maple Leafs promoted Haley Wickenheiser to assistant general manager of player development. Now, Haley Wickenheiser has been at the Toronto Maple Leafs since 2018, and this is her third role with the organization. So again, more and more women taking on leadership roles within NHL front offices, and that's good to see. And so that is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, July 7th. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.